My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and I would like to welcome you to Pearls of Divine Mercy. I'm speaking on behalf of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy, a lay outreach ministry of the Congregation of Marians of the Immaculate Conception based in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Our mission is to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles where people learn the faith and then build up the local church through spiritual and corporal works of mercy and to promote the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the intentions of the sick and dying. Our website is at www.thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org. For information on the ministry, please call us toll-free at 877-380-0727. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet on the back. Quotations of St. Faustina are taken from her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, copyright 2001, Marians of the Immaculate Conception. Today's topic will be on the Feast of Divine Mercy. St. Faustina's diary contains 14 passages in which our Lord requested that a Feast of Mercy be officially established in the Church, and Jesus asked that the Feast of Mercy be celebrated on the first Sunday after Easter. That day is a day of grace for all people, particularly for great sinners. He told her, This feast emerged from the very depths of my mercy, and it is confirmed in the vast depths of my tender mercies. There are many promises associated with the feast, the greatest of which is the reception of Holy Communion on that day. Our Lord made the promise of complete forgiveness of sin and punishment if one approaches the fountain of life on that day with an attitude of trust, and also meets the requirement of performing deeds of mercy, as the Lord made known through St. Faustina. In other words, the grace equals the one we receive in the sacrament of holy baptism. Now, this is not a plenary indulgence from the church, yet the graces received on the day make it similar to a second baptism, for on that day our souls are washed clean again and made as white as snow. He told St. Faustina, I want to grant a complete pardon to the souls that will go to confession and receive Holy Communion on the Feast of My Mercy. Whoever approaches the fount of life on this day will be granted complete forgiveness of sins and punishment. The greatness of this feast lies also in the fact that everyone, even those who are converted on that very day, may obtain the great grace of the feast. Bringing great joy to all the people, Pope John Paul II fulfilled Jesus' request on April 30, 2000. He declared that the Sunday after Easter would be celebrated throughout the world as Divine Mercy Sunday. Our Lord requested that the image be venerated on that day as well. He told St. Faustina, I want this image which you will paint with a brush to be solemnly blessed on the first Sunday after Easter. That Sunday is to be the Feast of Mercy. And again he said, I desire that the Feast of Mercy be a refuge and shelter for all souls, and especially for poor sinners. On that day the very depths of my tender mercy are open. I pour out a whole ocean of graces upon those souls who approach the fount of my mercy. The soul that will go to confession and receive Holy Communion shall obtain complete forgiveness of sin and punishment. On that day the, all the divine floodgates through which graces flow are opened. Let no soul fear to draw near to me, 
even though its sins be as scarlet. And on another occasion, our Lord told St. Faustina, My daughter, look into the abyss of my mercy and give praise and glory to this mercy of mine. Do it in this way. Gather all sinners from the entire world and immerse them in the abyss of my mercy. I want to give myself to souls. I yearn for souls, my daughter. On the day of my feast, the Feast of Mercy, you will go through the whole world and bring fainting souls to the spring of my mercy. I shall heal and strengthen them. One should prepare by going to confession within a week or two of the feast day. One should receive Holy Communion on that day, venerate the image, that is, show some form of deep religious respect to Jesus as depicted in the image of divine mercy, and perform a spiritual or corporal work of mercy. Emphasis should be on placing greater trust in Him in our daily situations and struggles, as trust in Him is the most adequate response to God's mercy and in living the divine mercy message. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Brian Thatcher, for Pearls of Divine Mercy. If you would like to know more about our efforts to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles and to promote recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic Adoration for the Sick and the Dying, please call our ministry toll-free at 1-877-380-0727 or look at our website at www.thedivinemercy.org thedivinemercy.org All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet printed on the back.